Field. This is The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Hello and welcome to the show. You're tuned to The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital with myself, Simon Morgan, and Pete the Black Swan Sleppy. This is the sports show that pokes fun from the sidelines. Today we'll be talking about the boys who put the bad into badminton, a Nigerian scandal that didn't happen in your email, world stinging nettle championships, and NBA alien abductions. Francis Leach. Hi, Yana. How are you going? Good morning. As you know, dual world champion on the track, uh, Olympian. You've done it all. <laughs> when did you get the bug to try something different? Astrid, who is my pilot, we actually were training partners. We were both 400 hurdlers. She approached me and said, look, I know you've almost retired from athletics. Would you consider having a go at the bobsleigh? And then as soon as I got overseas, we had a slide and there's nothing like it in the world. Join Francis Leach Friday to Monday every week on ABC Grandstand Digital. Grandstand Digital. The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Yes, um, yes, straight, straight into a bit of action on the badminton, uh, world mm. badminton doubles. It's, a, it's explosive stuff. It, it's explosive. I mean, it's, we, don't think about, um, we don't think about fist fights when it comes to badminton. Uh, we, normally, normally, that's reserved for the uh, state of origin and mm-hmm. ice hockey, and yep. we're used to a bit of that sort of action. But there was a badminton brawl at the Canadian Open during the week. Yes. And um, yes, a couple of former players, a couple of Thai players, uh, one guy named Bowden Isara, he dropped his racket mid-match and he chased uh, his former doubles partner, his name's uh, Manapong Jongit. Uh, he chased him onto the other the other court and uh, started beating him up. It was a bit of a, some big biffs that were going in there. Uh, it amazes me they're former partners. Um well, what do you think was said, Black Swan? I mean, uh, Isara, he's he, he's dropped out recently uh, because of um, he's had a tough time personal reasons. They were you know ranked highly as double partners until earlier this year when he retired to look after his mother. So you think maybe there was a little mum joke on the on the on the court, oh, you know, maybe. and that's just fired him off. It could be. Like I you, mean, you could you know your mama swings better than that, you know. Yeah, it could have been. You know, it, it these guys did compete together as doubles partners at the last Olympics for Thailand, so it's it's unusual. And I mean, it's unusual to see a fight in badminton. Really, we don't really see that sort of thing. Well, a black swan. They didn't call it a fight. It's been called in the media a, a brawl. A brawl. Yes. Now let's question this. When you think of a brawl, what do you think of? Do you mm. think of a whole group of, I'm thinking the 1991 state of origin where there are multiple fields of action going yeah. on. There are guys throwing each other around. Two yeah. guys. Is that a brawl or a fight? No, it's, 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 well, it's a little scuff, isn't it? It's not much at all. It's, I, I, I think, you know, you need multiple participants for a brawl. I think this was more like the older brother in the backyard just beating up on the younger one, just that sort of backyard scenario when, when mum's not looking. It seemed that way because, mm. you know, uh, John, Yongjit didn't really put up much of a fight, really. He took a few whacks, and he's, he, he went down pretty fast. In fact, match officials had to peel him off and uh, peel Asara off him. He didn't even swing one back. He didn't even go and get back in. It was a big brother, little brother beat down, wasn't it? It was, it was. It was, it was not nice to see. I mean, he had his, sh- his shirt ripped off, and he needed two stitches to his ear, apparently. Mm. Yeah, um, could you hear the slap in the audio? Mm. Oh, that's some good... He's getting some good biffs in there. He was. I mean, they're both, both teams were immediately disqualified. Um, so that opens up that Canadian tournament to, to a rank outsider because their ties are quite good in that sport. But, uh, you know, it's Bowden, young Bowden, he's... He's put he's putting the BAD into badminton. Well, these guys at Black Swan, they're under intense pressure. You know, think about it. They're standing there with those little nets in front of them, holding those little tennis rackets, badminton rackets, <laughs> waiting for a flying shuttlecock. 
Mate, they, these guys, people don't understand what they're going. I can recall a few heated moments in my family in the past over a badminton dispute in the past summers. Let me tell you, it's a situation that can escalate into violence, I'm telling you, Black Swan. Well, yes, it's not the dainty backyard sport that we think it is. It mm. gets a bit rough and tough. And in bad, the sport of badminton doesn't need this. It had, no. it had, um, had a bit of controversy at the last Olympics, if you, if you remember, Simon. Do you we remember do, that one? We do. There was a bit of shame and scandal. Re- re- refresh our memories, Black Swan. Yes. Well, there was three teams involved. They were disqualified and expelled at uh, the last Olympics for, well, let's face it, they were deliberately losing so they wouldn't have to meet each other in the next next rounds, in the in the medal rounds, really. So... It, it it was it was shameful. That was the Chinese, South Korean, and Indonesian teams. Mm, mm. Mm. Not the ties in this case. No, but, but you know, badminton doesn't need this. We don't. We don't. They don't need to be. That uh, this sport needs to be an upward spiral. Doesn't need the uh, Tour de France like controversy. We need. No. We, we need to support this sport, and uh, hopefully, this is the last of the brawling. Do we take the uh, medals at the Olympics, Black Swan, for badminton? <laughs> Sadly not. Even even three teams disqualified didn't quite uh, work out for us. But I think I think we could be crap at mm. badminton. Oh well. Oh well. Another another international sport that we're not quite good at at the moment. <laughs> Add to the list. You're on the left field. Are you a member of a sporting club? At the ground level, across the body. Maybe it's your favourite footy club. Or your local sports club. If you love being a member of a club, then why not become a member of ABC Grandstand on Facebook? Stay up to date with sports results and join in discussions on the latest news from around the sporting world. Plus, view some classic sporting moments posted by the ABC Grandstand team. ABC Grandstand on Facebook. Become a member today. The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Now, we were just talking about shame and scandal in the badminton world. Now, we're moving to uh, the soccer world in Nigeria. Uh, we're talking about a Nigerian scandal. Yes, not the one where you win $100,000 in a text message on your mobile. I'm talking about two amateur teams in Nigeria, Plateau United Feeders and Police Machine. Pretty cool names. Mm-hmm. They uh, both figured that they needed Black Swan a big win to uh, in the final round of the amateur tournament to outdo the other to earn a promotion to Nigeria's professional football league's and this resulted in not one but two unbelievable final scores. Black Swan, read them out for us. Yes, well, both games ended 70, one 79 to 0, and the other one was 67, 67 to 0. So they were both uh, in cahoots, really, Huge. just trying to out, out uh, do themselves because all the goals came piling on in the second half. Absolutely. Which were uh, you know, very uh, fishy. What are they trying to get away with? Oh, listen, look, the, the, the NFF has uh, called this a mind-boggling show of shame because both these guys were chasing a nationwide league, Division Three, which is only the lowest professional league. But, mm. uh, yeah, Black Swan, look, you know what? Look, you think about the stats, as you just mentioned, second half, so, for these goals to take place, a rate of more than a goal a minute, in fact, a goal about every 40 seconds, non-stop mm. for 45 minutes, it's, well, it's, it's a bit unrealistic, isn't it? Well, you know, obviously, they're all stood still and looked at each other and uh, had a bit of a laugh about it. I mean, the four clubs all been... They've all, it's all caught up to them. They've been banned. Mm. All the officials, players, everyone involved have been banned from the game for 10 years. So... You know, it just goes to show you can't get away with this. You can't get away with this sort of behaviour. We don't. We can't tolerate it. No way. It makes me wonder when you think about how high these goals are scored. Did they actually go back to kick off to the centre? Did they just? Did they just? Did, everyone, did they just make these figures up? I mean, you just can't imagine no. these goals having. Did they just call them in? And do people just think that they're just going to? You know, no one's going to notice. It's unbelievable. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, hey, there's been lots of notable thrashings though in in the in soccer, and you know, Australia. It's Australia. 
2001, they did thrash in a World Cup qualifier against America Samoa. It was a, it was in Coffs Harbour, and they um they broke the international record all the time, mm. and they scored yeah 31 to zero, and that's good old Archie Thompson came in with 13 goals. Fantastic. It was a bit funny that game because um, half the Western Samoan, well most of the Western Samoan. Uh, American Samoan team couldn't even get into our country because of passport issues. Mm. So they fielded uh, most of the players. <laughs> there was about five players who actually couldn't, had never played 90 minutes of soccer before. Uh, the average age was 18. And uh, they couldn't field any of their under twenty players because most of them were doing uh, apparently exams at the time. I so see. I think we got we got to be lucky on that one. Mm. So are we holding the world record. Well, that was the international record, uh-huh. but the uh, the record the, the record actually is uh, was in two thousand and two a Madagascan game. Uh, the final score, wait for it, mm-hmm. one hundred and forty nine <laughs> to nil. Okay, <laughs> let's let's explain how this happens. Okay, so obviously um, for that to happen. The teams in question, AS Adema, they were they won 149 to zero. Their opponents, Start Olympiad Li Emen, uh, what they did is they took control of the game. They deliberately knocked the ball back into the back of their own net 149 times, mm. and they did this in protest over a bad referee decision. Apparently, I don't know if it was from a previous game or for the start of this game, which actually means that Adema won 149 to nil, but didn't actually touch the ball once, didn't draw a sweat. This is a strange circumstance. Um, a protest, yeah. a protest I can understand. You know what makes me wonder though, Black Swan, is the prestige. Imagine if you're the, the teams who are, in this case, uh, the Nigerian teams, Plateau, United Feeders and Police Machine, they obviously played uh, another, uh, they played Akubra uh, FC. Now, if you were a member of Akubra FC, you'd have to be humiliated that you've, you're in a team that was beaten 79 to 0. Well, it just depends. How can you live with that? Well, obviously, they financially can live with it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's perhaps how they learn to live with it. Whilst I suppose when you've got that, back. that gold Rolex and that Range Rover at the front, you, you, you can turn the blind eye to the humiliation. But uh, the humiliation comes with a price, of course, because if they did get caught, they are all being suspended mm. and in a max-fixing uh, investigation. Now, New sport for those boys. It, absolutely. New Nigerian sport. something else. Mm. Uh, Tricky. Bad mid perhaps. Badminton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, badminton keep, doesn't need any more scandal no, at the we'll moment. Just keep the controversy alive. Talking of scandals, though, Black Swan, this this brought uh, to our attention uh, that we wanted to talk about some of the world's best scandals, and uh, we come up with some beauties in the past. Tell us about uh, our friend Sly. Yes, there's a guy. I love this guy's name. <laughs> Back in 1990, a guy called Sly Camouche lived up to his name. He is a jockey. He surprised punters by winning a mile-long race on a foggy day at Louisiana's Delta Downs racetrack. He was on a 23-to-1 long shot, and he, um, well, he came within 1.2 seconds of the track record. Basically, what he's done, he admitted later when he got caught, he, uh, he dropped out of the race while he was concealed by the fog, and he rejoined the field as the uh, other jockeys came around the track, and he... Uh, Yes, well, I think Shame. I think the issue here is that he's won by 24 lengths. What's Sly thinking? 24 lengths, and he's uh, missed the track record by 1.2 seconds, and obviously all the other jockeys kind of caught yeah. on, and he was in trouble. They he smelt. copped. He copped. You know, he copped 10 years jail time. Yeah, huge. Now, Black Swan, one that I found interesting. Uh, you know, there's cheating and there's cheating. How far would you go, Black Swan, to cheat? Would you Would you pretend to be a woman? 
1936, Hermann or Dora Ratjen was a German athlete who uh, not so cleverly disguised himself as a woman to compete in the 1936 Berlin Olympic Games. His cover was blown when two women spotted his five o'clock shadow. Mm. What are you doing, Hermann? Come on, if you're going to pretend to be a woman, at least shave. At really? least shave. Where's the, where have you to make up? He's not a very attractive uh, woman, is he, Black Swan? You're holding a photo there, mm. and um, look, the he's photo. got one of those awkward smiles, that awkward haircut that looks, looks like mum's giving to you in the kitchen. He does. He looks happy in the photo, so perhaps perhaps this was before he was busted. But the funny thing is he was he came fourth at the in the Olympics in high jump. And the high jump is not it's one of those Was he wearing I a guess, skirt? Well no, well high jump is very skimpy and it's mm. uh, when you look at it now, I don't know what they're wearing back then, but it quite skimpy attire and it would be hard to conceal one surprise package, I would think. Absolutely. That's what I was moving at. <laughs> he uh, he later came forward and said that the Nazis had forced him to compete as a woman. Now, listen, you can blame the Nazis for a lot of things, but making you dress up as a woman, I don't know about that, Black Swan. It's a bit strange. That is... um, mm, What will will people go to? What lengths will they go to? Tell us another one, Black Swan. Well, we've got uh, got those English powerhouses from the Premier League at the moment, Liverpool and Manchester United in in Australia. Mm. They've had exhibition games this month. and um, I was was shocked by this one, Black Swan. We uncovered this one. We've uncovered a scandal back in 1915, apparently uh, around war times, Mm. Uh, both Liverpool and Manchester United tried to fix a league match in United's favour. And it was apparently to save, to save them from relegation at the time. Players from both sides, uh, well, they got together, they placed a bet on the result, and apparently there was a 2-1 win to United at odds of 7-1. to And uh, apparently Liverpool's lack of effort was uh, way too blatant, and mm. there was an FA investigation which led to seven players being banned for life. Yes, and um, although five of them had been, had been, they did get the ban lifted in 1919 for gallantry during the war. See, I like the ending of that mm. story, Black Swan. Like, you're getting busted, suspended for life. You go to war, serve your country, uh, fight the enemy, all come f- back, all, and it's all, all forgiven. All forgiven, mm. all forgiven. Well, that's it. You can't forgive the Spanish Paralympic cheats at 2000, though, Black Swan, can you? They were stripped of their gold medal in the basketball event for people with learning difficulties after it was confirmed that 10... Hear it. Ten of the twelve members of the team were not disabled. That is just really shameful. That one. They're shameful. I just think of the two people who were actually did have learning difficulties when they found out the rest of the teammates weren't on the same plane. That that might have been a bit of confusing for them. It's a bit. It's a bit hard. Not easy. It's it's not the forgotten victims of that team. And and they lost their gold as well. (laughs) Well, So they should. It's disgraceful. I've got a I've got a story about uh, Rosie Ruiz. Uh, She's um. Well, she apparently won the Boston Marathon back in 1918, 1980 in record time uh, until witnesses came forward saying that she had only joined the race in the last mile. Apparently, she said uh, she had got up and with a lot of energy that morning. Mm, a lot uh, of energy. A lot of energy, yeah. And her ex- explanation, uh, that was the explanation for shaving off 25 minutes off, the, uh, off her time. And apparently, um, apparently, there's a bit to this. She, uh, she apparently turned out of the race at some point and taken a subway for part of the race. Shocker. Absolute shocker. Get on the train and go jump a few stops and off you get and boom. <laughs> well, perhaps, Victory, victory. Yes. Look, you know, if you're going to try and get away with it, you can't get past the uh, the Black Swan and myself here on the left field. Scandals, we, we love them. We'll share them with you here. That's right. The Bell Lap on ABC Grandstand Oh, damn it. Missed it again. If you've missed a show on Grandstand Digital, don't worry. You can go online... And listen again. again. Simply log on to abc.net.au slash grandstand and click on the audio link. So if you miss a show, you know where to go. 
abc.net.au slash grandstand. The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Yes, you're tuned to The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital with Simon Morgan and The Black Swan. Yes, and we, we, we're going to go to our song for this, uh, for this episode. And here we are. As Australians, we've had it good for a long time. Mm. We're used to dominating in sport. We've got our swimmers who've dominated for quite a while and our cricketers mm-hmm. and our rugby pl- Okay, not our rugby Wait players. A minute. Sorry, yeah, not our rugby players. But, uh, I mean, you get the point. We're used to winning. And at the moment, we're not going through a good period in Australian sport. Not, we're, not we're only struggling. are we used to winning, we like winning. <laughs> we do like winning. We don't cope. Even your New South Wales from the state of origin, we have we don't cope too well no. with losing. So um, I thought we need a feel good song. Yes, uh, let's go to a let's go to a feel good cricket song just to just to lift our spirits at the moment. Yes, our little song of the show that was, if in case you might have recognised it, South African cricketer A.B. de Villiers and Ampi Dupree's with Mark U. Dromwa, our song here for the show. Mm. A little a little lifting little lifting song for the spirits here of uh, our Australia. Uh, maybe we'll feel a little bit better after that. Do you feel better after hearing that, mm. Black Swan? I feel different. <laughs> I do feel different. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> in case you were wondering, it, it was uh, actually a cover of Lift by Shannon Knoll. So that's to, that was why Hard we said think. to lift the spirits, in case people weren't aware that uh, my uh, Afrikaan is not so fluent Not so days. strong. It had a bit of a Eurovision feel for it me. Did. A, lot, a lot of drama, a lot of power. I'm not sure where it's going, but I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, speaking of Eurovision, the video clip to that is very cool. We urge you to uh, jump onto YouTube and uh, check out that track. That's Mark U. Drom by A.B. de Villiers and Ampi Duprez. You are on the left field. Do you love your sports? I love sports! Then find out what's coming up on the sporting calendar with ABC Grandstand. Simply log on to abc.net.au slash grandstand. Click on the broadcast schedule. And there you have it. Plus, catch up on the latest news and sports results. You don't know what the pool of players is yet. Two of Australia's defending Olympic gold medals. abc.net.au slash grandstand. For sports coverage like no other. The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Yes, you're with the Black Swan and myself, Simon Morgan, on The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. And this time of the year in the UK, it's getting closer to one of the most gruelling competitions, the World Stinging Nettle Eating Championships. That's right, in the deepest part of Dorset. Crowds gather to be crowned the king of the stinger from all over the world. Now, it takes skill, it takes endurance, it takes great big chunks out of what used to be your taste buds. Black Swan, are you familiar with what the stinging nettle is? Well, yes, I, well, not, not particularly, Simon. You might have to give me a bit of a. Have you ever been stung by one? No. Have you ever been out in the country and you walk up? Well, okay. The like plant, a prickly, the, prickly plant, is yes, it? Yes, it mm. certainly is. A plant's proper name is the Utica docia. And it's a, uh, it's a, you know, like a weed. And basically, it's covered in thousands of microscopic hypodermic needles, each filled with boric acid. And on contact, the needles break and they cause acid to flood over and burn the skin. Now, the... Um, yeah, it's, it's full on, Black Swan. And this, this is linked to a sport. It is. What these uh, people do to compete, they eat them. That's right. <laughs> the competitors are served two-foot-long stalks of nettles for which they must pluck and devour the leaves. Now, they, they squash the leaves into tight little balls, which they throw straight into the back of the mouth. Um, some of them wash them down with a bit of beer. Mm. Uh, it's um, One of the competitors says that they taste totally foul and everything comes out bright green for a few days afterwards. 
that was the reigning world record holder a couple of years ago. Uh, now, this uh, competition's been going for about 20 years when two customers mm. in uh, the Marshwood 16th Century Bottle Inn pub argued over who had the worst infestation of these stinging nettles. Uh, one of them said, I'll eat any nettle of yours that's longer than mine, and thus mm. the world stinging nettle eating championship. We have 20 years of tradition. tradition. Mm. And we have, a, I, I would put this as an extreme sport. It is an extreme mm. sport, Black Swan. Look, we talk about world eating championships here with Joey the Jaws and the Black Widow. Let's I wonder what they would go up against these guys. Now, the, you know, there are some rules. You have to keep them down. If you spit them out or anything worse, it doesn't count. Anyone who goes to the toilet is automatically disqualified, which brings us to the next thing, which is very serious. Mm, yes, there's... Gr- there has been some serious issues with the. It's a serious sport, but those past competitors have been accused of smuggling mm. their own low toxicity nettles into the competition. That's right. We were talking about match fixing earlier in the program with the Nigerian scandal, it's, but it, it, it goes on all levels. Black Swan. It does. They, they, they were sneaking in bioengineered high high te- to- toxicity. I can't even say it. High toxicity. Franken nettles mm. onto their opponent's plate. That's right. So what? they're poisoning them. They're giving them. That's right. Meanwhile, bringing in low toxicity nettles uh, for themselves. So they're mm. just trying to, you know, imbalance the, uh, the the fairness here by giving them the Frankenstein nettles and the soft ones. Frankenstein. I like controversy. It's controversial. It is controversial. Now there's a there's a there's a something that they must uh, officials must keep a close look upon the competitors, because uh, there is a trend called green bearding. Black Swan, mm. have you heard of green bearding before? Green bearding. I, I explain it to the listeners. Well, we, sure. we're all familiar with cauliflower ears. Mm. This is a little bit different. Green bearding uh, happens when frothing occurs from the mouth, from the acid in in your mouth, from the, uh, the stinging nettles. Mm. Uh, and then what happens is uh, the onset of facial paralysis uh, comes on. And so all this green-hued drool emits from the face and people start losing control of their jaws. Uh, it's uh, serious stuff. That's it, not a TV sport. It's not a TV it's sport. Not, it's, that's, that's full on. Now these nettles are apparently they're quite they're um they're, they're full of uh, vitamins and minerals and stuff so it can't be that all harmful for you but the the fascinating thing black swan is that the two farmers who started this are both dead yes so maybe after years of eating these uh, stinging nettles it maybe did have an effect on them after all I think so that serves them right for being ultra competitive. You can't get away with this sort of thing. I mean, there's been a bit of an issue too because the uh, the, the the world championships are supposed to be held in mid June, but there's mm. been a lack of supply in nettles in this in this part of the world. Yes, and then they've moved it into July, and then they've moved it again. So it's it's all it's it's definitely happening this month. Let's right. I think maybe they've maybe they've held off. I didn't want to compete with the royal baby because you know the focus uh, might have come off them a little bit. So, but you're right. There has there is like a lack of uh, and they they've got to be sort of lush, moist plants. That's mm. what they consider the most palatable for this uh, competition. The dry variety, uh, not so good. Mm, yes. Mm, we might have to review this one when it actually does happen. I'm looking forward to it. Stinging World Nettles Championships 2013. Stay tuned. The Collingwood Football Club song says, Side by side, we stick together. Side by side, they stick together. For my teammates and I, that's what we do, on and off the field. No matter where we've come from or who or what we believe in, racism has no place in sport. Everyone deserves a fair go, regardless of skin colour, culture or background. You can get more info at playbytherules.net.au. I'm Nick Maxwell, Collingwood captain, and racism stops with me. The Bell Lap on ABC Grandstand Digital. Oh, damn it. Missed it again. If you've missed a show on Grandstand Digital, don't worry. You can go online 
and listen again. And listen again. Simply log on to abc.net.au slash grandstand and click on the audio link. So if you miss a show, you know where to go. abc.net.au slash grandstand. The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Yes, welcome back. And we've got a bit of a story about NBA star Baron Davis. Uh, he plays for the New York Knicks over there in the NBA. And he's, uh, he's claimed he was abducted by aliens during a recent drive in the California desert, Simon. Aliens, Black Swan. Aliens, yes, yes. He's mm-hmm. abducted by aliens. He, he told, he's told, told various radio programs and websites that the encounter happened as he was uh, traveling from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. And um, a lot of the uh, major cliché alien abduction comments have come out of this story what do you think of this one simon i find it hard to swallow just like the last story um (laughs) like he has said i see this large light and it's like a big we won't use the language uh truck and it's the thing i don't know i'm confused because you know he says that uh, they were poking him in the nose looking at his eyes they had his hands tied and next thing he knew he was uh in uh montebello in la um now i know we've all been there blacks when we're driving along the road and we're sort of daydreaming and then we sort Mm. of arrive someplace we haven't really remembered getting there but four hours of it and, and alien alien abductions in between i don't know alien abductions one of these things i did a bit of research on it because it interests me most people who claim to have been abducted say they're subjected to forced medical examinations now did baron have any forced medical examinations he has had some injury lately he does he's been injured for a couple of years actually he's had a tough couple of years and perhaps that's the reason why he's got a bit too much time in his hands mm. to uh, come up with particularly strange stories out in the desert. What do you think, so? I, I think so. I think he has too much time on his hands, actually. Uh, uh, the, the injury time has also might be related, Black Swan, is why the aliens didn't keep him, because a lot of the times abductees mm. have claimed in the past that the, the aliens have sent them back to Earth because of, uh, of uh, physical uh, medical reasons. One gentleman who had a vasectomy said they, they had, the aliens had no need for him. So ma- maybe Baron Davis's injuries have good, saved him, saved timing. him in this time. Good timing. What are, I, we think they could go deeper. Do you think Black Swan? Do you think he's just trying to get a bit of publicity? Maybe he's trying to follow. I think so. Well, Michael Jordan did um, do did did do, do Space Jam the movie, and maybe he, he's ready. He's auditioning for the sequel. Could be. We'll Could have be to find out. Space Jam two with Baron. Baron Davis. You've been listening to the Left Field with the Black Swan and myself, Simon Morgan. This is the show that pokes fun from the sidelines. We'll see you next time. Listening to the best from Grandstand Sport.